Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. Mike Tom is away today. There is a crisis of faith in today's world, but it's probably not what you think. That's according to today's guest, Scott McLellan. He says that the crisis isn't that people have stopped believing. It's that believers don't have deep personal connections with what they believe in. He has put a book together called Am I, which is helping guide believers deeper into a personal relationship with God. The goal is not to tell readers what to believe, but to uncover what they already believe on a personal level. We'll hear more about that today on Connections. Today's guest is Scott McLellan. He's authored a book called Am I? Building a Life of Personal Faith. First of all, we want to know about you. Who is Scott? And tell us what eventually led you down the path to write a book like this. Yeah, so um, I've been in the marketplace, and I've, I've really come to believe that my ministry is in the marketplace, and that's ultimately where I've served most of my life. been in the marketplace for about 40 years. Um, I've got two girls, both in their 30s, um, and they both have sons, and we have the privilege of raising one of them, who's now seven. We live on the coast of South Carolina, and he keeps us busy. So you've recently released a book called Am I, as you were saying. Um, Tell us a little bit about this book and why you decided to write it. So this is my eighth book. Um, I've typically written about faith in the workplace, but this book just came out as just about faith by itself. Um, And C.S. Lewis has a wonderful quote. It's called, um, C.S. Lewis has a wonderful quote, and it is that Christianity, if false, is of no importance. Christianity, if true, is of infinite importance. The only thing it cannot be is moderately important. And I spent decades in that moderately important um, phase and really found that I had no power and my faith had no application to my life. Um, we have uh, a daughter who was born with a very rare illness and has had cancer three times, has had two liver transplants and 150 surgeries in her life. Um, so as you can imagine, that brings you down into the depths um, over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so I had no privilege really to stay in that middle ground. I either needed to have my faith be helpful and practical to me or um, I needed to just be done with it and try to figure out how to live life on its own. And Thanks be to God, he brought me deeper into my faith. Um, and really, this book is the culmination of the questions that I asked, the topics that I explored, um, that I wanted to offer out to other people who might also want to move out of the middle. And how do we realize whether or not we're in the middle? You know, there's some people out there that are like, you know what, I have this deep personal belief and faith, and uh, but they don't realize that they're actually, they don't, and they are in the middle. How do you realize that that's the situation you're in? Yeah, so I think it doesn't take a crisis to ultimately realize that you're in the middle. I think that's a really insightful question. Um, I, I think what you ultimately need to do is just to examine your life, and that's part of what this book is, is it's a way to examine what you currently believe. I very deliberately set out not to tell people what to believe, but rather to just uncover what it is that they already believe. And I think most pe- most people will say that they've they've got a faith, um, and they might even have strong opinions of faith, but when pressed, that faith isn't always what comes out into the world. And so I think, first and foremost, we, we just examine our life. What is it that we think and say and feel and do um, when we're put into a stressful situation? And, and what is the purpose of our life? And I think uh, it's ultimately that examination of what we are already doing, what we already believe, that causes us to see just exactly where on the journey we are. Why is that so important? 
Yeah, so we're, we're told by Jesus that he came to give us life and give it more abundantly. Um, and I think many of us are just living day to day, uh, myself included. Um, we're just trying to get through the day, and we're thinking of matters of survival. Um, we're thinking more about uh, things of the world than we are about matters of faith. It's just natural. It's the, the position that we're put into. And I think our unique challenge is to help to see beyond that. Um, so I, I think it's just completely natural. If you're in the middle, it's the place where most people are. Um, and it just it takes something in your life, some switch that gets turned that ultimately calls you out of that into one direction or the other. So when you get past that middle, how do you know that you, you've passed that place and that you're, you've moved on up in your journey? I think ultimately it's the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, when you start to see the fruits of the Spirit coming out in your life, no matter what your circumstances are, you know you've begun the journey at the very least. Um, and I think when you begin to see your life as more than just what's happening every day, that you're more than your circumstances, you begin to know that you're coming out of the journey. And I think that's actually a really fun and exciting place to be. When you start to see that there's more to it um, than what you're looking at every day, um, it, it actually becomes uh, an adventure. Uh, even when things are difficult, you start to look at it and just say, what, what is God up to here? And then you begin to examine your response to whatever that circumstance might be. And sometimes you'll begin to see in yourself things that you're really excited about, and sometimes you'll begin to see yourself things that uh, you want to move fast. Um, but I don't think we need to judge that as good or as bad um, right off the bat. Just see where we are, become a more aware of what we are and who we are. Um, and then uh, the rest of the journey becomes fun. How are you using this book to challenge people with their faith? The book starts with uh, four fundamental questions of faith. Um, and these are questions that you could ask intellectually. So, for example, you know, is there a God? And I think most people would say, of course there is, or of course there isn't. Um, but I think what we need to do is to kind of go much deeper into these questions and to start to get into a conversation with God. And so these four questions I've posed are as though God were asking you the questions, hence the title, am I? Do I exist? Am I real to you? Um, you know, do you see me as a very active part of your life? Um, and that's the, the fundamental building block, right? We either need to believe deeply in that. Uh, I don't think you can believe moderately in that. God, there, God either is or is not. Um, and if you come to the conclusion that he is, then I believe the entire game changes. We go on to the next question, which is, who am I? And that's more about whether you're a Christian or a Jew or a Buddhist or a Muslim. Um, it calls into question God's specificity. Who, who do you see God as? You know, if you were to describe your earthly father, you'd describe him first as a noun. Um, you know, my father, you might even, you know, give the job title that he has, but eventually you get around to the kind of person he is, the kind of character that he has. And so what I'm calling the reader to do is to help help understand who God is to you and who you are to God um, in that question, who am I? And then we move on to a third question, which is, am I love? Um, and this is where I think most people lose their faith um, because they enter into difficult times in their lives, um, for me, it was my daughter's illness, and you begin to wonder, can God be real? Can God be love um, with all that going on in the world? And so that's actually probably the most complex question of them.
Who are you hoping to reach with this book? Probably my old self, if you will, kind of that moderately important um, believer, um, the one who really hasn't deeply examined um, just just what God means to them and, and who their Savior is. Um, and I spent so much time in that particular environment that I just wanted to reach out to the old me um, and to others out there who might be in that middle ground and say, just just look at your life, just ask these questions, and you know, you might decide you're fine there, or you might decide that you want to move a little bit deeper. Going back to you yourself and, and your story, what originally made you interested in speaking about faith in the workplace and, and topics such as that? Yeah, so this has been a very interesting part of my journey. Um, I'm an introvert off the charts, so to speak to anybody about anything is a real <laughs> challenge for me. Um, but to start to speak about something as deeply personal in faith was something that I, I truly struggled with um, and just um, just ultimately felt compelled, I think kind of spirit-driven, if you will, to start to express that. Um, and at first, for me, as an introvert, I started to, to put that down more into words than anything else, the written word. Um, but uh, through uh, his grace, he's also brought me into community to be able to speak to others about it. Um, to profess my faith, uh, to talk about the struggles that I've had in my own life with faith, um, the, the doubts that I've had myself and uh, the circumstances that I've had myself to work through. And uh, he's brought me into this incredible community of fellow believers who I've just learned so much from. Um, it's been uh, a wonderful part of my growth uh, over the decades. Scott, what would you say is the best part about writing? Um, you know, when you're trying to go through something and you're trying to be uh, supportive of others, you need to find some kind of outlet. And for me, for a while there, that was my writing, which later became prayer, which later became community, um, to be able to get all that out. But uh, it was absolutely a way to kind of bring that out into the world um, that I was at first comfortable with. You know, the writer of Hebrews says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so when you hear words like substance and evidence, um, faith ultimately you know, needs to come out. Um, it, it's generated in the spirit. It's contemplated and prayed about in our minds. But ultimately, faith needs to come out into the world. And um, a big part of faith is actually what you say, what you do, um, what you um, focus on, what you prioritize. And this was a way for me to do that. What has the response been like from the people that have had the opportunity to pick up this book? Yeah, it's been really exciting. Um, in the other books that I've written, I really didn't do um, a lot of social media or um, kind of uh, things like that. And it's been phenomenal, the worldwide response to it. Um, it's kind of blown me away, actually. Uh, put my first post out there, and I had over 15,000 responses to it in the first week. Um, just people are hungry, I think, for this. They're hungry for... Um, things that will help them uh, just go deeper in life and to see a greater purpose to life. Um, it's been really exciting. Are there any responses that really stand out to you that um, that really share what they've taken from the book? Yeah, so it's interesting. So some people get very legalistic about it, um, and I, I think that's part of our faith journey is that we've you know developed this view of who God is um, with our own wisdom. Um, and this book really challenges some of that, um, challenges people to think more about, you know, God on his terms, if you will. But for the most part, the, the real um, 
touching responses have been people who have had really difficult life circumstance and um, have been struggling to connect to a loving God. And, uh, you know, there have been probably two or three in particular that have reached out that have been just very touching uh, and very deep. When it comes back to your book, uh, Am I, what is your overall goal with the book? So my goal would really uh, yeah, kind of get back to our prior conversation is to, to call people out of the middle ground. Um, you know, in Revelation 3.16, uh, Jesus calls for us to be either hot or cold. Um, and so I'm, I'm calling people to kind of get onto the hot side of that, if you will, you know, to, to really go deeper into their faith. And it's a journey. It's nothing that will happen overnight. I'm just encouraging people to begin the journey, just to begin to look at it and think about it. For people who want to learn more about yourself or about your book, how do they go about doing that? So I've got a website out there. It's www.awarenessofgod.org, O-R-G. Um, all of the social media links are there. Um, ways to purchase the book are there. Of course, it's available on Amazon. I've got uh, the ebook there and the audio book there as well, if that's the way you prefer to uh, consume material. It's, uh, it's all out there. And I'd love to hear from people. And if you want to reach out to me personally, scott at awarenessofgod.org, I'd love to hear what uh, your journey's been about and what your thoughts are about the book. And for the listener that may be out there that is struggling with what you're saying and saying, well, no, I know where my faith is, and I am definitely not in the middle, but really they are, what would you say to that person? Yeah, so there's a time for everything, right? There's a time to be in the middle. Um, All of us progress ultimately from no faith to a little faith to a lot of faith. So, um, you know, if if you're good with where you are, um, I'm just proud that you're thinking about it. I'm proud that you're... um, you know, spending the time to contemplate what that means to you and that you've gotten to a place of that. Um, the only thing I would suggest is that, you know, God is unknowable, so there's no way we could have it all figured out. And I don't think there's any harm in going to God and asking questions like, who are you and are you and are you love and are you sovereign in my life? Um, and let him let him speak to you. Uh, it's not, not my wisdom at all um, that's going to help you. It's going to be his wisdom and That's why I wrote the book the way I did. Thank you so much for your time, Scott. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Colleen. Honored to be on the program. Remember, if you want to listen to the full conversation, you can always do that by visiting your radio station's website. We'll talk to you again on Connections.